one, according to Rankins. But we don't want to take none of that. We want a, a good game against a good team. And we're still humble. And we don't want to be ranked. We want to be out in the top 25. Because we still hungry. And when we hungry, we eat. time in the island oh man what's up will you're an idiot already wait what's up kent what's going on man how are you we're here this is our special halloween episode where we preview the demon deacons oh that was long hey bud hey what's up we're here we're back on the island it's episode 23 yeah xxiii if you're doing the roman numeral thing Called Spooky Season, because it's Spooky Season, and that's an S-Z-N as of right now, as the episode title. That could change because it's very cliched and played out, but that's us. We're both cliched and played out, 35-year-old washed uh, state fans and that have had to endure many years of <laughs> this year, last year, horror. two years ago. Just horror everywhere. It's a, it's a spooky time to be a state fan every year of your entire life, so... We're freaking back. Yeah, we are back. The most entertaining, least informative of all the NC State podcasts. Oh, yeah. You're not going to get any insider info from us. Uh, just listen to the other five that are out there. But uh, uh, Try like 15. Okay. Well, five that people listen to. But um, we'd, like to, we'd like to at least have fun here. And uh, hopefully one day we're going to get 500 followers on Twitter. That's, I'm, glad, that's, I'm glad you're setting the bar a little higher for yourself now. Well, that bar is very low, to be honest. Uh, we asked you to do a few things with us, and uh, can't always throw Why this back you. Why do you always make me do it, and I always bumble it? Like you bumble it? Do you want me to do it? Let me yeah, do it this time. It. It's all you. We would like you to like our podcast on all the social medias. That means Twitter and Instagram. We don't have a Facebook because Facebook is trash. <laughs> do you even uh, know? Do you even know the handle? Yes, it's at Far Ice Pack Pod. So we are uh, oh, we're in full Halloween mode tonight. Uh, fo- follow us on all those. It's uh, it's a Twitter and an Instagram mostly. Uh, Kent's mostly in charge of the Instagram, putting out great video content. Mostly uh, Twitter, we kind of split the account. He's in charge of the one where he makes a bet where he says he's going to get a tattoo of the podcast logo when if we win seven games this year. So we'll see if that happens, and uh, we'll keep oh, you updated on that one. Too good. <laughs> that was that was a tweet that he sent out. I know you guys follow us up uh, yeah, and engage with us. We like yeah. engaging, uh, not in the in, in the marriage sense between us two, but um, you know if we're on Twitter and we're asking you a question, hit us up and subscribe. Obviously. Give us subscriptions and lastly, reviews. We've got a couple new iTunes reviews that came in this week. Yeah. Um, the one that I was a big fan of, which I'm, I'm a fan of everyone, was one Kent sent me. Kent, do you have that iTunes review? Actually, I'll just I'll just read it out. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. So, I've got we got five stars. Absolutely. It was uh, 
from Wally Beard 65. Shouts to Wally if you are listening in Willow Springs. Uh, he says, it makes me feel like I'm sitting around with my friends back in the Elizabethtown days talking about the pack. By the way, same issues, different names. Hopefully this will get me through the season. I think it may get ugly. <laughs> I think it has gotten ugly. Wally, I feel the same. Thank you, Wally Beard, for your review for our spookiest episode yet. <laughs> uh, man, I just love Halloween. It's not. Uh, it's probably one of my. What? Let's do a quick power rankings of your favorite holiday holidays. Top three. Go. This is off the cuff. Um, you're gosh. a big. You're a big Flag Day guy. No, I'd probably <laughs> go. Um... I'm a big fan of Christmas. Okay, your number one is Xmas. Christmas for those that are non-denominational. Non-domination, and then let's see, a third one would probably be, uh, gosh, maybe like St. Patrick's Day or something. Oh, because you can get out with the lads and have some Guinnesses. Yeah, nice. I've got one of those in the fridge. If you want one of those, instead That's of okay. instead of what you've got, which we'll talk about. Uh, I'm gonna go number one, Christmas. I, I agree with you there. Two, Halloween. Three. Uh, Huh. Is it? I'm going. I'm going July fourth. I can't believe you. You're a July the fourth guy. You're yeah, the, you're a big actually, fireworks. And I should have gone. I, I should have. It's I, too late. I should. I want to take it back and go. Uh, <laughs> There's no take July, backs. July fourth, number one. Oh, Memor- Memorial Day, number two, and Labor Day, number three. <laughs> just all just beach days. Yeah. Just any any time you can be at the beach. Yeah. All right. Cool. So uh, we've gotten you through a, a couple annoying Halloween situations already. So. Let's just get to a, a, a great segment of ours, and uh, we're going to talk about what's right in front of us right now. What we drinking? <laughs> All right, so what you got today, Will? Well, I've got from Catalba Brewing Company, and that is, uh, they have four breweries, actually, in Asheville, Morganton, West Virginia. No shouts to you. Uh, Charlotte and Charleston, they have four of these. It's the... White zombie, because we're doing your, spooky podcasts. Your, uh, white L. I don't know what a white L is, but I'm sure it's going to be delicious. It's a purple can. Take a sip here. <sighs> Susie from Curb again. Uh, very tasty. I've never had this before. I just thought I had a cool can, and it was Halloween related because it was white zombie. Can't what you got? I did not go the Halloween related. But, of course, of course not. You're but, not dedicated to this cause. Well, I went with the Foothills Session IPA called Hop Job. Foothills is a brewing uh, a brewing company out of Asheville, Winston Salem. Winston Salem. I said Winston Salem. And uh, you know that's where the pack's traveling this weekend. Oh, very nice. So, you know what? I've got. I think this is me opening the fridge last time. I've got their Oktoberfest. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Yeah, Foothills Oktoberfest. That'll be my next one. And shouts to Winston Salem House of Horrors. Yeah, but apparently this uh, this hop job's all about end of the day works done, funds in session. So let's hope that we got we we, we do our jobs on Saturday. Um, the pack, not us, because we're obviously not going to be playing. Um, God, that would be funny. Um, <laughs> no one wants either nah, of us on a football team. Nah, but we're ready for. Uh, I'm ready to travel down to Winston-Salem and see what happens. So that's me. And this beer is pretty tasty, actually. 4.9%. So you can drink a six-pack of them and be okay. Not to drive, of course. But. <laughs> we still don't endorse drinking and driving. I don't know. I'm not sure why he 
<laughs> he goes that route. Um, well, I was just saying. We should just... get into our next segment, which is very popular with our 42 listeners now. One moment. Real tomato ketchup, Patty? Oh, nothing but the best. That was Kent playing the organ live, actually. He brought <laughs> he brought in his organ to... It barely fit through the door, but we made it happen. Yeah, quite the organist. <laughs> uh, so, this is a catch-up segment. This is where we talk about things that aren't f- focused on a certain game or a certain sport. We're, we're just kind of spitballing things, and everyone loves it. Uh, I've got to bring up something <laughs> from... The last episode um, that I've gotten a lot of feedback on, and I've got a shit on you right now for sorry, first cuss word, uh, drink when I cuss. Um, Kent, you're fidgeting with the bottle caps last week. Everyone could hear it the entire time. Yeah. You had two bottle caps that you just kept beating against each other. That's all I could hear when I was re-listening to our own podcast. I listened to it too, and I was like, man, the bottle cap. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I brought bottles just so I could do it again today. No, there's there's no bottle caps allowed. That and you checking your phone last time. We're not doing distractions on this podcast. Focus on me. Oh, look me man. in the eyes, and I'm we're sorry. gonna have a great time. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> um, the other thing I, that you got caught out on Twitter for it was not a great week for you. No, it wasn't. is that you did get caught out on a certain movie, uh, The Little Giants. What happened with there? Um, yeah, I called Becky the bird box instead of the ice box. <laughs> She's definitely not Sandra Bullock. Who called you out on that? Uh, I think it was Taylor. Shouts to Taylor. <sighs> yeah, I had a rough week, but it's all good. Kent was also yawning the entire time we had the podcast that he would it somehow we didn't capture that on a mic. Yeah, was but pretty, it was late. I'm pretty good about like it was very late. against the you know somewhere else. Yeah, he throws his yeah. yawn out towards the TV here. That's what happens when you got a four year old and two twins. Absolutely, you and know. you don't take showers. So, dude, I've got well, I've got an update to the shower thing. Oh, hang on, update. Kent's. Shower situation update coming up soon. Yeah, so I mean, the real update is that I found a new hack to new life hack for showers. To prolong, God, I cannot wait to hear this. To prolong the length of time that you can take or not have to take a shower, and it's hand sanitizer. Okay, it was baby. Was it baby wipes before? No, it was like deodorant wipes. So deodorant, oh, deodorant wipes are really good, kind of in between. But like, <laughs> if you get like a stench going. You can put hand sanitizer in your armpits and like just kind of wipe it around and it completely kills all the bacteria. It's the greatest thing of all time. And then you don't really have to even reapply deodorant afterwards because the, you know, the, the hand sanitizer has got that gel so it kind of sticks. It keeps the bacteria away, which is what causes odor in the first place. You know? I'm thinking of you in like a science lamb style thing where like you're getting put a the bucket of and it's putting the hand sanitizer no, in the basket. No, it works really good, man. <laughs> All right, so I guess we need to get to some. Oh, um, let's get some actual content some sports regarding stuff. sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we had a we had some breaking news from the uh, basketball team, and that's going to be the departure of one Block A Harris. Is that yeah, how you say his name? It's Blake. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Are you Block A? <laughs> yeah, Blake is gone. Um, I didn't get really about too much other. I think he put his name in the transfer portal. He maybe. is in the portal. Yeah. So we'll. He's in the upside down. Up. That's a Stranger <laughs> Things reference. But yeah, yeah he's uh, in the transfer portal, looking for uh, his third school. That guy. Uh, we were in the group chat, and I said that he he's uh, 
I think he's just taking tours of college campuses at this point. No, I think that I, I think he saw the writing on the wall. Let's, yeah, let's be I think uh, especially after, we'll get into a little bit of the the exhibition game with. Um, no, no, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to see some playing time if you're not scoring a basketball and and he's not. Um, someone yeah, that's yeah. Gonna and score I think basketball. and he's a little bit. I mean, I think we saw and and I mean it was against Mount Olive, and, but even from a defensive standpoint. Uh, Devin Daniels and C.J. Bryce and Markel Johnson all can play defense. Absolutely. Not maybe to the lockdown level that Blake Harris was, but they they give you the other they give you the score and they give you a little bit more length and sure. rebounding and things like that that Blake's um, not able to do. So wish Blake nothing but the best wherever he lands. And I hope he I hope he finds his niche. And uh, this is I think he's only got this I think this is his last transfer he can use. So yeah. I do wish him the best of luck. Yeah, no doubt. Um, but it's not – I wouldn't call that really addition by subtraction, but it, it could be a thing where if Keats felt obligated to give him minutes, I, I don't think the minutes there that that he would kind of suck up would be anything substantial for us. Like, I, I, I think I'm, I'm very confident in our guard rotation, more worried about our front court rotation than anything. So, you know what? Well, I, I no, think, no love lost. Like, I, it, it, it's fine. I, like I you said, I wish him the best though, of luck. The key in that – is that it gives? I mean, it gives Keats an early. A, it gives him an early look at he's got an extra scholarship available. Absolutely, that's the biggest thing. And the twenty twenty one classes are pretty strong. Mm-hmm. Um, so he he's can he can be a little bit ahead of the game. I mean, we we know that there's going to be attrition coming after the season, but now that we know that there's already somebody before the season, mm-hmm. then uh, Keats has already got that scholarship to work with. So that I think that'll help be helpful as well in the recruiting trail. Um, so yeah, that was big, and then uh, Pack Pros had a big night on Sunday, right? Pack Pros were coasting. Oh, not okay. So Jacoby wasn't coasting, but um, we had all three starters go and get out a W on Sunday. So Jacoby has a very very tough game against the Broncos. The Broncos defense, no Bradley Chubb, but um, Von Miller was there. That, that fourth quarter. Have you seen the play on Twitter? Oh, yeah, the, the highlights. The, uh, where Von the, Miller tries to tackle him, he spins out and gets to the T.Y. for like a 30-yard gain. Yeah, and then they show, that drive. And they show it side-by-side side with his uh, throw against Florida State. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, that I can't – you know, we listen to uh, – if you ever hear about the kind of Ewing theory that you always hear, it's a popular Bill Simmons thing where – Patrick Ewing left the Knicks, and they all of a sudden got good again. It's kind of happening here where luck goes, and all of a sudden Jacoby has this squad at, what is it, 5-2 now? Yeah, it's either 5-2 or 6-2. I think it's 6-2, right? No, that's 5-2. No one can look this up. I have no idea. Um, And then Russell got a W against the Falcons? Yeah, 27-20 I think it was. And then finally the Chargers. Phillip. Eat one out. Yeah, very a, very ugly game. Yeah, the Chargers' offense has been pretty terrible since Melvin Gordon came back. Yeah, they uh, their offensive line is trash, and I'm an Austin Eckler owner in fantasy, so I they he is their best receiver for some reason, and so I greatly appreciate that. But yeah, big day for state QBs. Um, the, unfortunately, the Chargers are still like two games under 500, so I don't know that the playoffs are in there. Their targets, but Russ and Jacoby are definitely going to go to the playoffs this year. 
And Jacoby also is throwing a screen passes to Naheem Hines. Yeah, de- so definitely kind of like we left here after our last podcast, and the Nats were definitely going to win the World Series. <laughs> yes, that was that was probably what I said. Uh, and now it's Houston 32, and they can just hit the ball at will. So uh, shouts to the Astros for that. Uh, I've got a quick Halloween question because we're, we're talking about that. Everyone wants to know. I've been emailed, I've been DM'd, everybody's adding me on Twitter. What are you and your family doing for Halloween costumes this year? Well, I know that there's not a lot of folks that really give a shit, but um, we are doing the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse group. So I am. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. This will be the third time we've done it because we did it at Disney and we won an event yesterday. Um, and we'll, we'll, we'll dress up one more time. And so I'm Donald Duck. I've got a nice t-shirt, Donald Duck, with a two-bill hat. It's pretty dope. Yeah, because Donald Duck, he wore, like, these, like, blue, he's got, like, this blue suspenders or something yeah, like that. Yeah, and yeah, white with, like, buttons. And yeah, it's got, buttons. like, a little scarf and thing that's kind of I like it. I like screen it. printed. How t-shirt. do you do, like, how do you do, do you take, like, two Pringles and do the I tried to get, I tried to, I tried to. I tried to take them um, to Disney when we did it, but my wife didn't think that was a good idea. The so, Pringles? Uh, yeah, she's like, that hey. would have been the move. I, I, that's what I said. She but didn't, when you have I don't those Pringles, in, like, you can't that. like if you're at a Halloween party, you can't like drink a beer or something. So you well, you drink would just eat them. You would take a whole can of Pringles. So, like, oh, you, can, you just eat the Pringles, yeah, like, drink a beer for a second, and put and your Pringles put two back, more in. back in. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I like this third segment. We've yeah. done better than the first two. Yeah. So, so, so that's me, and then one of the twins is. Daisy, the other twin mm-hmm. is Minnie. Mm-hmm. Um, my son is Mickey, and my wife is uh, Clarabelle. Who's Clarabelle? I don't know how you pronounce her or what you would call her. Tinkerbell? She's, no, it's not Tinkerbell. It's like this, like, she hangs out with Goofy a lot. Goofy always tries to, to do, like, chores for her. I don't know what. It's like Goofy's crush? I think so. Huh. That's the best way I can describe it. She seems to be that that way in Clubhouse, but I don't pay too too close attention when okay. I'm watching. That. You're busy watching Raw on your phone, probably. Well, no, yeah, I I, I do appreciate a good Monday Night Raw. Um, that sounds cool, man. I'm glad you guys. I hope you get a lot of candy on Thursday, and you can filter me some Reese cups because uh, that's about the only candy I'll eat. So. Yeah, that's probably not going to happen, but okay. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, really quick update regarding. ECU. Why are we talking about ECU? Well, I've gotten a lot of shit for uh, giving the ECU quarterback a lot of praise. Well, you should have gotten and, it. And saying that he's going to lead them to a bowl game this year. Uh, Holton Aylers. He actually said his name right. i got to write this down. <laughs> Holy crap. Uh, what was what's the QB from Carolina's name? Sam Howe. You usually try to. I used to say uh, Holton Howe or Sam Howe or something like that. I got it right this time. That is research-free, by the way. Um, not so much. Still looking like uh, kind of green bond the years. And uh, I do regret saying that, but uh, I just want to let you y'all. I, know, I just want to let you guys know that I was wrong. And uh, I got a little overhyped by that guy's athleticism. And yeah. he's uh, he's maybe not that good. But he's got he's got a few years ahead. So, um, you see what? It? Go ahead. No, you know, man. I was going to say, did you, did you see the Clemson game time was announced? I'm so pumped. Yeah, 7.30, November 9th. It's going to be a madhouse, man. Will you be there? I will not. 
<laughs> what? I'm not going to be there. Where will you be? It's a long story, man. Just probably save it for the next show. All right, we'll save it for the Clemson preview show that hopefully we can record. We can record it. I just won't be here for that, for the game. I will, uh, your boy will be in attendance, and uh, I'll try to get some. I'm really bummed, too, because I, I'm going to, it's going to, it's going to suck missing us carrying this football uh, goalpost out of there. Yeah, Ken has a, uh, Ken has a theory that we've been uh, debunking in our group thread for a I week or two. I don't think anybody's argued my theory. It's going to happen. And what what's gonna happen? Let, let's. Well, I, t- I said that last there. week. We're gonna beat Clemson. Okay. It's not, the it's the it, we're just gonna waste it on a six and six season. We will, but we'll always have that to look back upon. Just yeah. like a uh, Florida so State wins at home that we love to yeah. look back upon, and that, that's all we ask for, State fans. Yeah. But especially now that it's at seven thirty, the stars are really aligning. Well, the stars will be out. Yeah. That's a joke. Yeah, I get it. Okay. We had a basketball game. You want to talk about it? Yeah, dude, absolutely. Did you watch it at all? I was. I was. At, I was at work. I really wanted to go to it. I almost uh, called in sick just to go to this game because I'm so thirsty for basketball. Because I'm a Carolina fan now, apparently. Um, I uh, was interested to see how he performance. It's, it's an exhibition. It's against Mount Olive. Where is Mount Olive, Kent? Fayetteville. Uh, it's kind of north of Fayetteville. Okay. Right, in between, if you're, I can't remember the street or road it's off of, but it, I mean it's kind of close to Greenville too. Okay. So I'm in between Fable and Greenville. So uh, you had put on the note that the stream was interesting. What, what was interesting about the stream? So the stream was the uh, the giant Jerry Jones Jumbotron. Oh, somebody was just filming the Jumbotron? <laughs> well, I mean, it wasn't. I mean, that's it was essentially what was on the Jumbotron, right? Yeah. So there was no alternate angles. Well, I mean, they have good angles on the Jumbotron anyway. But then it was Gary and, and Tony from Wolfpack Radio as the sound. But it didn't link up. Okay. So <laughs> not the, ideal. <laughs> the video was ahead of the sound, or at least on my stream. It may have. Yeah, it was interesting. Were you working on your iPhone Seven? I was. Oh, okay. It could have been your iPhone Seven. But it was uh, good though. I tell tell me about it, man. So all I did was read. I read recap from all the major Wolfpack websites, and I didn't you know, really I, see a lot of that. Was there a lot of good stuff up? I, I saw maybe one or two, man. I, I said uh, a lot, but I mean one or two. But um, it was good, man. I thought the the starting lineup I thought was a little bit interesting. Did you see who started? Ah, uh, no, holler at me though. Um, so you had uh, Helms and Manny Bates starting at at the four or five uh, forward positions. Okay, well, I mean DJ can't play. Yeah, which I thought that was that was pretty predictable. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe you thought maybe you see Andre or whatever his name is. I would say Andre 3000 starting the game would not not have shocked you. Not Um, have shocked me. I thought that, uh, and then the guards were Markel, DD, and CJ. So Braxton. No Brax. No Brax. That does surprise me. That did surprise me as well. But then Braxton also did not play a lot. Okay. Only had like eight or nine minutes. um, And. The way that C.J. Bryce and Devin Daniels and Markel Johnson played, I mean, we obviously know coming into the season that Markel Johnson is his spots assured. And yeah, uh, I mean ACC Player of the Year, top three. Yeah, preseason. That's yeah. what I would say. Yeah, I would say that, that that's probably fair. We'll see what the media thinks about that because he doesn't play for Duke or Carolina, <laughs> right? Um, but uh, Devin Daniels and C.J. Bryce looked really good on Sunday. Um, both of them. That makes double- my heart happy. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm telling you. 
They really did, man. Both of them scored in double – or not double figures, but they both had 20. You know um, you know I love CJ, and you know I have a love-hate relationship with – Yeah, because you like to scream at – Devin! Come on, Devin! <laughs> uh, that's my that's my weekly thing with Devin. Devin's going to give you two turnovers that should not exist in the realm of basketball, but he'll also – the other 90% of his play is just, it's just so smooth, and I'm glad we have him. Yeah. But, yeah, so they all dropped 20. Yeah, MJ um, or um, Markel had twenty six too. Yeah, so had three guys with twenty. And I'm hearing Andre two thousand had a little, a, kind of a slow start, but found his groove in the second half. Yeah, I don't think he hit a three in the first half, and mm-hmm. he hit three in the second half, if I'm not mistaken. He got to see a little bit more time too, because Jericho, um, he got hurt early. Yeah, he got a little dinged up from what yeah, I saw. But when he was in, he looked good too. Um, when when they had that starting five in of of Devin. Um, CJ, Markel, Bates, and Hellams. They looked really good on defense. They were fast. They were athletic. Uh, you could see pretty instantly that Manny Bates is going to be a problem in the in the paint. Uh, I think there was like a three or four minute stretch where he had a block. He altered a shot and then had another block. Like all in the, all in like a three or four minute. Yeah, stretch. I was seeing it on. A, I feel like it was Pack Pride, but it was like they they the box score credited him with two, but they counted six. Just by line of sight while they were in PNC or whatever, but that's gonna be a big deal. Is that again? We have a basketball preview episode coming up that's gonna be solely devoted to that. But having him not only on the rebound and obviously two to six blocks, whoever you ask, what it would be, but uh, having him. The fact that he, you know, he can score ten points—that's that, all we need from him. Yeah. Right, if we can get double digits from him every game, beautiful. But that five position is is, is where we're really going to start to chop up and realize where if DJ's not there for, let's just say he's not there until the ACC or some unimaginable thing like that, we have to have Manny step up because. We, there's no other front court that we have. Like we, well, you got the Danny Dixon guy who got a little bit of time, but not a whole bunch. He's a, I'm not depending bad, on him. Well, I wouldn't depend on him either, but I think he's going to be able to give you a little bit of depth, which you'll need even with Thunderbird in, in the lineup. Uh, other big thing, though, was uh, one of the things that I think a lot of state fans were, were going to look towards was who's going to replace Dorn's um, rebounding. And I thought that mm-hmm. both of the wings – I think C.J. Bryce had 10, and Devin had six, maybe. Um, to yeah, kind of lead that's the what way. you typed up on the note. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to remember if that was uh, accurate or not. But um, So, they look good. The newcomers, um, we already kind of talked about Pi- Andre. 3,000. Um, 3,000, but also Atticus Taylor got a lot of play. Did he? Yeah, he played a lot. Huh. Yeah. He looked pretty athletic, too. Um, I don't think he uh, shot the ball particularly well, but... I mean, I think that uh, you'll see him playing a lot. I think we we and didn't I, we didn't expect that from him anyway. Well, I actually think that he the way that he played and watching him kind of play basketball may have had something to do with Devin. I mean, not Devin, but uh, um, Blake Harris um, getting on out of there. To be honest with you, because I don't know if it has anything to do with it. I'm just you know spitballing from the eye test. But Atticus drink when you gonna, hear spitball on this podcast. Yeah, so I've said it like three times now. Can't. But take I, it. I'm just. I mean, Atticus looked pretty good out there, and it looked like he was gonna um, fight for some minutes. Mm-hmm. And the team is pretty deep. I mean, we saw Braxton only got eight minutes, and I mean, partly probably because we're playing Mount Olive and we're trying to. I mean, we had 20, 20 minutes out of walk-ons, so 
So, um, but it, I think it's going to be tough to crack the lineup unless you're consistently putting the ball in the basket and you're playing good defense and uh, being smart with it. So, the other big thing, um, kind of throwing back to our Panda Watch days, is um, we only committed 11 fouls in a game. 11 total? 11 total. That's pretty amazing, isn't it? Well, we didn't have DJ to get four immediate ones in the first half, so that was the plus. That was, I guess that was good. Uh, Wyatt, he uh, he liked to foul a lot last year. Also, time, no Wyatt Walker yeah. to give us two in the first yeah. ten minutes. Yeah, Jerry Palm uh, t- tweeted that he was not impressed and that the pack still is, uh, needs to work on their level of competition. Yeah. Well, Jerry Palm's a piece of shit. <laughs> At Jerry Palm CBS is probably his handle. Don't follow him. Actually, just send him gifts of... Dookie. Shit. <laughs> Flaming shit. <laughs> hey, guess what? We got Whoa. a football game coming up on Saturday, and let's talk about it. <laughs> Jim is just rubbing his eyes right now. It's the spookiest of teams going to Wake Forest for the Wake Forest Demon Deacons! Ooh. I can't believe that I, I, I agreed to this tonight. <laughs> but seriously, they're pretty scary. They are scary, especially on the offensive side of the ball, for sure. Get your hand off your mouth. Um, Sorry, 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 sorry. So, uh, yeah, we got Wake Forest. Uh, noted House of Horrors for us. Yeah, pretty scary. Yeah, You're just staring scary. at me. Uh, yeah, pretty scary stuff. Uh, I think so. I think you and I both have gone to the last two NC State at Wake Forest games. I was at the one two years ago. Well, yeah, that'll be two years ago. Didn't you go to the other one that you? Yeah. I remember you sending me pictures uh, from at D three Shaw. Yeah, shouts to D three Shaw. Does he listen to this show? I don't know. He What's should. That? If he I'm doesn't, sure. he's trash. He's trash. Right. Uh, what are your overall thoughts of that atmosphere? Uh, it's kind of boring. but Very boring. <laughs> uh, it's cool, though, because, I mean, you, you end up sitting with mostly state fans. And... It's mostly state fans, and you're in, like, literal high school bleachers. Yeah. That's, that's a pretty good assessment. It's nicer than Duke. Yeah, nicer than Duke. Although... But we would never know because we never play them. Yeah, because anyway. we're not a rival. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, what's your kind of what's your overall thoughts here? Uh, the well, the depth chart was released today. The depth chart was what I want to get into first, and I wanted you to talk about that a little bit because I, I think we all expected the the number one thing, and that was Devin Leary finally getting the starting job. Yeah, so I guess all the fans knew more than coaches did all. <laughs> uh, Devin the God and that's not the G-O-D he's the G-A-W-D the God Leary is our starter and he will be our starter for the rest of the year they didn't say that did he I mean he alluded to it listen me and you and D.D. me and D.D. got some 
I got like crazy group threads going on. Close the refrigerator door. Oh, the stove. I get shit on for that in this house way, way too much. (laughs) I will have one person that will identify with that very heavily, and it'll be a good bit. Uh, Yeah, so the God, Devin Leary. Yeah, he's at the number one spot on the depth chart. Finally. Yeah. We kind of. I know you're a Matt McKay guy, but you know what? It's. I mean, it's I, that time. Yeah, I agree. I was. I get what the the coaching staff was doing. I, I don't know that they uh, maybe handled it the best way, and it didn't play out the way that they thought it might. I think that, and if we want to get into this just for a brief second, we can. I think that the coaching staff thought the football team was better than it was. Well, I think you and I thought the football well, team I think, was better than well, Yeah, I think we all had. Do we you remember all, the giddy feeling you had in week three? Like yes, after the I ECU know, game? Oh, after the way it was after ECU and Western, and we're like, man. No, no, no. Before Western, after mm-hmm. ECU, you're like, I think we both said on this podcast, this is a good football team, and we're gonna way overplay our expectations. Yeah, but we have we also have like a fourth of the two deep that started the ECU game is no longer playing football right now. Not at all. So, and I think we touched on this last week. I know, I know everyone inexperienced, all this kind of stuff. But I think that they thought McKay gave them the best shot to win with a good football team. Yeah, we do not have a good football team. We do not. And so Leary probably gives them the best chance to win with a bad football team. And that's all we can ask for. Yeah, yeah. So he's got Leary, it's like the puncher's chance, right? That is a puncher's chance. It's a uh, Buster Douglas situation, and but if Buster Douglas was actually talented, because did he actually win any more fights after he sure. beat Tyson? So others, no others, one can look that up. <laughs> other stuff from the depth chart: Hockman and McKay are oars now, not a two-three situation. Oars like in a that means in a this, rowboat. Well, you know, Dave likes to do the oars for his positions in his depth chart. So. In a rowboat. So, you so, know when you're in a rowboat and you have an oar that you have to... No, it's not. It's an O-R, not an O-A-R. Oh, oh just... Oh, yes. Was it O-A-R? Like, uh, uh, like the band? The band? Yeah. No? Okay. Just oars. O-R. Um, Ricky Persons, still not on the depth chart. I think we see that we probably need him now. Uh, yeah. Um, and then... We're still not getting enough Houston snack love, but, you know... Uh, JSW is listed as number one. Hopefully he plays. Yeah, he will. He will. We need him. I've got defense, intel. He's in there. The defense is a complete, <laughs> a completely different uh, animal with him in there. One hundred percent agree. However, I think at this point, uh, going up against this offense is going to be a tough task, especially after losing your top four corners that won't be playing in this game. Yeah, top four corners are gone. So, uh, and they have uh, a couple of receivers that are. Uh, Pretty, pretty, pretty good. They really do, man. Uh, Say Surratt, and then uh, was it Jamie Washington? I think it is. I don't know. Uh, I know it was Washington, and then they also have Kendall hitting their former former quarterback. Yeah, they have got like combined about seventeen hundred yards between them. Yeah, and that's scary. Yeah, so Sage Surratt might win the Heisman, from what I understand. Is that what Wake fans are saying? Have you been on their forums? Well, I mean, yeah, they, they think that he'd be winning the Heisman if he was playing for, for Alabama. Say, uh, Alabama, Ohio State. He's not better than Judy on Alabama, though. Yeah. Just, and a quarterback always wins it. It doesn't matter. I'm it's going to be this year. Who's the Heisman winner? It's going to be the guy from LSU, Burrow, or whatever. If, if they go undefeated, Burrow's 100% going to win it. Um, 
So yeah, they're they're tough. And then you got a little bit of question at quarterback. Maybe it's the only chance that we have is if maybe Jamie Newman doesn't play. But then uh, Hartman went out and beat Florida State, which yeah, Hartman's scary too. Yeah, I mean, that's they're both really good, and I think that their coach is really good. They well, here's my question to you. Though. This is not on the rundown at all. Is that would you trade our coaching staff for their coaching staff? That's a really, really tough question, and I will say that for one reason. Well, I know where you're going to go. Listen, straight coaching, not recruiting. I wasn't going to go recruiting. Oh, I thought you were going to go recruiting. Because recruiting could be a big difference there because you're at at private school, Wake Forest, versus NC State. Would you trade the coaching staff? If you could lock Clawson up on the long term. Okay. No. Yeah. No. We're not talking. We're not talking like what's four years from now and Clawson gets plucked by SEC school. I'm talking right now. Can we trade trade coaching staffs? Would you do it? I would. One hundred percent. I don't know, man. I just feel like I don't know. I still you think, can't look at what they've got going on right now and, and doubt that. I don't know. I mean, states won the second most conference games in the league. The last two years. They have. That was me banging my beer on the table. I mean, that's a, that's a tough question. Dave Clawson's a hot name right now, but I also don't think he stays at Wake Forest. No, he Obviously. 100% won't. Um, but I think he's more of a – I think – I don't know. I actually am not down and out on Doran like a lot of folks are. I'm I guess not I'm either. I'm not, I'm not putting it like that. I'm just saying for young head coaches, and Clawson would fall into that. Yeah. Would you trade places? That's I think it's a very good question. Would you do a little? Uh, what's the movie? With the I would Lindsay say Logan? yeah. I would say yes to Clawson if you can get him in a long term contract and have a big buyout. Yeah, like a fifteen dollar, fifteen million dollar yeah, buyout. Yeah, yeah, get a big one. Because yeah. <laughs> I think that guy's. I mean, especially if he was at a at a school with a little bit more appealing. I think he's shown schematically. Um, you know, even like his offense. I mean, his offense is. Well, they're scoring like 37 points a game. 37 points a game, allowing 26. Um, and it's so tough to stop. And I, that's where I think we're going to really struggle this week is with the, the mesh RPOs that they run. And What's a mesh RPO? I know what an RPO is. What's a mesh RPO? Well, it's kind of like what they do. So, in the, the, the mesh point, doing the uh, that was air quote. He's, air going, he's going air quotes. Um, so, the mesh point's when uh, the quarterback is, is handing the ball off to, to, the, quarter, or to the running back. And so with the when they're running these these mesh RPOs, they're running them out of shotgun. And what Jamie Newman will do is he'll put the ball in his um, in his bread in, basket in, in the running back's bread basket, but mm-hmm. while looking downfield. Mm-hmm. And so they'll hold it and make the defense commit to something. And whether or not it's going to be him running, the running back running, or a pass. And as soon as Jamie Newman sees what he wants to see, he either gives the ball, runs it, or or throws it deep and. Um, they've been very, 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 very successful running that play this year. And it's tough to beat, especially with, like, because all it takes is uh, a corner, you know, coming off of of a receiver or... Yeah, corner coming off a receiver or a corner that was supposed to blitz and he jacks up his in and all of a sudden we've got an open stage right that's... Take it sixty yards to the house. So I'm very yeah, worried 
Um, their defense is not great, and they're, they're, they are honestly playing Devin the God Leary. But. Yeah. Our defense, the, I, I wouldn't be so um, – like, I've been so optimistic about these defenses we've played over the last couple of weeks, though. Same. We still can't score. No, we can't. <laughs> but I mean, we do have Devin Leary. We have Devin the God. So the God, uh, as David Doran said today, he had three fourth down touchdown passes last week, and yeah. so he's used to playing catch up when the other quarterbacks suck. And we'll see what happens. I uh, yes. this is what everybody wanted, and all we can do is just see what we're gonna get. So, did you want to get into a little alumni? Right on. Wake Forest University alumni. Wow. We haven't done alumni in a couple weeks. We have not. Uh, can I tell you the uh, one that I would never expect? David Chase. Do you know who David Chase is? Nah. Writer, director, producer for The Sopranos. Oh, the Sopranos. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wake Forest. Huh. I actually kind of like Wake Forest now. Oh, go ahead. Rank your, uh, is there any HBO series that you have ranked above Sopranos, or is that is that it? Are you a Wire or Sopranos guy? I would go Sopranos over The Wire, but The Wire is like 1B. Agreed. Okay. You and I are the same way. You actually got me on The Wire. No, you didn't. You got me on The Wire. Uh, Ryan Braun, noted uh, steroids user. He went to Wake Forest. Yes. No kidding. From uh, noted brewer. Um, got popped for like a 120 game suspension before uh, piping up those uh, guns. Those guns. Yeah. And he isn't even that big gun. Um, Muggsy Bogues. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Muggsy Bogues versus Spud Webb. Who you got? Spud Webb, NC State. I would go Muggsy Bogues just because he was in Space Jam. <laughs> that is he a way on. better basketball player. <laughs> but Spud Webb did win a dunk contest. Yeah. Yeah, he did. True that. Muggsy Bowes just played with the Monstars. So that he that he did. Uh, basketball is easy, but I, I have to shout this one because our intro to our podcast is featuring a gentleman by the name of Julius Hodge, at Hodge24 on Twitter probably. Maybe not. Uh, Chris Paul went to Man, Wake Forest. True that. Uh, I think you and I are both at the game where he nut-tapped Julius Hodge. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. positive we, I you know and I were there. Yeah. We're, we were there. That was terrible. Do you have a story about that, or do you just got nut tapped? That's pretty much it. <laughs> it was it was a wild it was a wild for a couple of minutes right after too. <laughs> it was, let's say the least. Yeah, it was something else. Um, yeah, now you just made me hate Wake Forest again. After David Chase, you kind of you know kind of yeah, went in the right direction. I know you're like, oh yeah, kind of love Sopranos, but now that's yeah. what he did not graduate from Wake Forest by the way. Just attended. Uh, golfers are crazy there. Arnold Palmer. Palmer Got anybody else? Well, I just knew Arna Palmer because he went to Wake Forest when it was in When Wake it was Forest. actually Wake Forest where you live. Yeah. Uh, any other Wake Forest golfers that you know of? Um, One is from Raleigh, I think, that you could really think what, of. Webb Simpson? Yep. He was a Wake Forest guy. Curtis Strange? Interesting. Mm-hmm. And all the Haas brothers. You remember all the Haas? Jay Haas. There's a couple <laughs> other Haases. It's H-A-A-S. I was going to let you go with that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I didn't type them up in my note here. 
Uh, finally, this is the one I think you appreciate the most because you and I are the same age and we grew up on the same shows. Lee Norris grew up and went to Wake Forest. Who is Lee Norris? Lee Norris is from a great show. It's called Boy Meets World. Uh-huh. I know you and I are huge fans. Minkus. No kidding. Huh. Minkus. I saw him in something not that long ago. And I was like, he oh, has been other, there's Minkus. He has been in other stuff, but can you believe Minkus is yeah. in Wake Forest? Are you, do you like Wake Forest more now? No. Nah. Or you still no? Okay. still don't like Wake Forest. Uh, and they're stupid, all... stupid, stupid tie-dye shirts. All right. Th- that and they uh, started, I feel like they started a thing with, uh, was it, did they, do they do the Six Nation Army? Everybody does a six nation. I feel like they started it, or they were one of the early ones. But yeah, they they still do the tie dye. I don't. Yes, ever they still wear the tie dye. What? Watch the stands. Unless they're blacked out, wearing blackout, they're going to be wearing. I think when I went when I went two when I went two, year, when I went two years ago, they they were so. doing a blackout, and I wish I had blacked out of that game because we lost because of making a melee. So what do you think is going to happen in this one? Um. Here's the thing, man. It's either going to be a Devin Leary breakout game where we win 38-34 to or we show our true defensive liabilities where we lose 38-27. to In my opinion, is we're going to show our defensive liabilities. 38-27 to is my, my prediction. Wait for us. Bad guys. Sorry. I'm actually going to go Wake Forest in this one as well. You've never done that all year. I know. Um, I'm just saving up for the Clemson one next week. But um, I actually think it's going to be about 45 to 28. I like that, Forest. too. Uh, I wanted to go that far. And I thought I you were shit on me. I think that it's like a 28-21-ish game going into the fourth quarter. And uh, the you final score, right the final score looks worse than it actually was. I think more than anything, DeGod is going. I think show, he's going to play a really. I think he'll I think play he's, well. He's going to show why yeah. he should be the starting quarterback the entire time. I think we're. I mean, we're we're both predicting them to score over twenty points, which is something that's kind of been <laughs> a little bit rare lately. <laughs> that's not ideal for state usually. Yeah. Um, and finally, let's get into a. Spooky six pack. <laughs> six pack. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just every time I love that last little grunt that you give. Uh so it's six pack time. Six pack is when we end our episodes and it's a little shorter episode tonight. And it's a six-pack of things usually related to either the episode or to the upcoming opponent we have. And we keep about six things in our holster, like our guns that we're currently carrying, and we talk about them. So we're doing a little bit different tonight. It's spooky season, as we said at the first. That's right. Six-pack of just spooky things. Are you scared of something? Do you have a horror movie you want to talk about? Do you want to crazy scary tv show like what's going on i'll start with you man six pack of spooky things all right so the spookiest movie of all time oh, oh i'm looking forward to hear this for a 12 year old 
for a 12-year-old. Was Ernest Scared Stupid. Oh! And, like, all the, the wooden... Uh, they turned all these, these little boys into wooden... The gnomes turned them into, like, wooden figures. Yes, um, I am very familiar. And then all they had to figure out was that they had to throw me out... Me out me me out milk they had, to, they had to hit him with milk that's what it was why did you struggle with milk it was part I know. of the bit it's part yeah. of the bit I understand yeah so yeah Ernest Goes to Jail have you seen that Meow. yeah I love that movie uh, yeah. Ernest Goes to Jail also a good one and Ernest uh, goes, to goes to Camp very good yeah. one Jim Varney uh, dead is he notably no kidding yeah maybe google it while I'm talking I'm not, about my stuff I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Okay. Okay. no one can even look that up he's probably alive um, my first one of spooky six pack is um, running on the greenway at night. Mm. I've texted you about this, uh, Kent. So right behind of our our place where we usually run or casually walk or get our exercise in, there are no lights at all. Yeah, and um, I've just discovered that I'm a giant uh, chicken shit. Chicken shit. I was going to say the P word, but that's not safe for work. So I'm a giant chicken shit because even with a flashlight on, going through these wooded trails, I'm pretty freaking horrified. I think I watch too many horror movies is the Probably. problem. It might be the time of day because I used to do it a lot whenever I ran a couple of half Or maybe marathons. it's just spooky season where it's just like, man, somebody's yeah. going to come up and... I'm not worried about getting a fight with somebody, but it's just more of like... A knife or... No, 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 no. It's more of a spirit. Uh. I don't want spirit to come off. Of Interesting. I like it. I'm good with like fighting a hobo. Like if a hobo comes off of me, I'm like, I'm good to throw hands on him, but I'm not throwing hands with a spirit or a ghost. Hands. <laughs> You're an idiot. Uh, number two, Kenny, things that are spooky to you. Uh, well, this isn't a spooky thing to me, but, um, Oh, okay. Why but it was that? something that was kind of, I, I guess, spooky when I was in high school. We thought it was spooky at the time. Anyway, did you ever go ghost hunting with us? Uh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. We went to the, the railroad tracks in Clark. Yeah, we've been to those railroad tracks like three times. And then we may have may or may not have gone on to the property of a, uh, a a private school in Columbus County. Uh, did not do that with you, but I've been to, to Clarkton, North Carolina railroad tracks a few times yeah. with the squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's... That's understandable, but it also is when you're in when you're in a group setting, it's not like everybody's just kind of either drinking bush light or just laughing about the whole thing. Yeah. But my thing with going on the greenway here is I'm solo, and uh, anything can happen. Yeah, uh, my cool. my second one is um, so when I was about, <clears throat> you ready for this? Yeah. When I was about eleven years old. Can you still have babysitters at 11? I mean, I guess for you. Yeah, single, only child. So I think about 10 or 11 years old, maybe nine. I had a uh, pretty constant babysitter. And uh, it was a Friday night. Debbie and Woody were going out, doing her thing, whatever. But I had a babysitter, and we started getting some phone calls. And the phone calls were like... Uh, Sounded like a ghost. Like I remember getting the calls. I would answer. We only had a landline back then, so you'd answer the landline, and I'd be like, and the the call would be like, <laughs> so I was, so my babysitter and I got very very scared, and the babysitter had a license at that point, so 
Did y'all take off? We got in the car and we drove away. We went and sat in the food line parking lot and we carted into the cops. <laughs> no, you did not. So we carted into the cops. 911 in Elizabethtown, North Carolina. And they traced the call. And the call was coming from inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> Scary stuff, man. What's your third one? I can't even. <laughs> Jeez, man. All right, so this is one that I thought would give a lot of NC State nightmares or NC State fans nightmares. So I've got a couple of honorable mentions that I'll start with. First Go with all, those HMs, bro. Uh, first good. of all, Chandler Parsons uh, and his half court shot. Oh my god. Um, David Thompson falling down. Getting his uh, going up for the layup and, and coming down really really bad in one of those playoff games or tournament games in the in the seventies. Uh, Lee Fowler running a basketball search. Um, definitely something to be afraid of. <laughs> Worst of all, though, the 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 most early memories I have of an NC State fan were the mid nineties. <laughs> And the likes of Mike O'Kane running the running the helm at the football, and Les freaking Robinson coaching basketball. Needless to say, that my days were always always stressful, and we never won. And we sucked. And that concludes our episode. Kids, depressing right now. Happy Halloween. Can, can I get a happy Halloween? Happy Halloween. Stay hungry, y'all. We're out this bitch. Good night and good luck.